The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Brent Nose, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever con- uh, wherever podcasts can be found. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> wherever contacts can be found. What does that mean? I have contacts. Anyways, we're also available at... Contacts can be found in people's eyes, Steve. They used to be able to be found in my eyes, but I had laser beams shot into my eyes. Lucky you. It was like 2001, man. One day you'll know the joy of LASIK. We'll see. That costs money. I don't really have a whole lot of that these days. Yeah, man. We need to start a, a Kickstarter for Larson's eyeballs. Nah, they're fine. Anyways, uh, we're available uh, on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's coming down to the end of the month, Larson. Get your friendo care package today or like within a couple weeks after the beginning of the month. I'm just sending out last month's Patreon care packages like this week. Uh, yeah, $20 gets you a comic book. Look at this comic book, Larson. Hold on. Bring down this. Where's the care package thing right there? Look at this comic book. It's a real comic book. It's a real thing. It includes a, a story that, that can did. only be told within the pages of comic Full book. Don't give everything away, book. though. There's a frog and a diaper in there. Look Don't give that. everything away. Look at all that. Oh, man. It's a random mess of a comic book, but it's pretty cool, too. Uh, it's, it's a that. wonderful adventure. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, so that's $20. You can also get your uh, video question on Matt Chat, yeah. which is my favorite show every single So, What's your favorite show that we do, Larson? Get out of here with that. Fun wrestling. Trash. Is, wait, did we confirm today? Is Beal, uh, is Beal Armstrong actually an astronaut? I don't know. Have to watch the episode to find out. Spoiler alert. No, I'm not going to do don't that. Don't spoil my show. Uh, so, speaking of spoilers, uh, this is for the live group and people maybe watching on YouTube. Uh, do, no, the big movies coming out like tonight, basically. No spoilers. All right. Spoilers get the ban hammer. And you get hidden from the channel if you're going to post them in our comments. Just saying. Steve's going tomorrow night. Are you doing this to protect yourself or Movie Squad? All our wonderful friendos here. What in do chat. you think? Protect yourself. Yeah. Number one. That's who I got to look out for, just man. Just don't pay attention to chat. Let them police themselves. Okay. You just. Pay attention. Don't pay attention to chat. It's like Twitter. You don't pay attention to Twitter when spoilers. I'm not are like foot. you. I have to engage with the friendos. That's I my, do that's engage my with the friendos. I'm actually the one that reads the super chats off here. Well, bully for you. No, I like reading chat. I like reading people's feedback. Sometimes it's fun. It is fun. So that's the deal. Uh, so yeah, but we got a bunch of terrific moderators here who are who we do. Who they are do doing great work. God's work. Yes, banning people for using spoilers. Uh, so anyways, yeah. You there's that. Spoilers. And then, uh, and then, uh, what else do we have? Oh, tomorrow, God, dude, tomorrow, 
We've got. Oh, going in Raw View, we're going to watch uh, the Raw after Mania uh, 2002. 2002 after WrestleMania 18, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to watch that live, hopefully with you. Yes. And then we'll do a going in Raw View. That's going to go up Saturday in lieu of uh, Countout, of course. So that's all fun stuff. So joining us tomorrow morning, uh, around 9.30 Pacific, noon 30 Eastern, which would be, what, 5.30 Brexit time. Yeah. Uh, So that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, That's like an hour and 40 minutes. So Yeah, it'll be a breezy... A breezy raw view. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. the network doesn't have like the real commercials that were playing so back wait, in so 2002. It, yeah, raw was two hours back then. So it'll be about an hour and a half. I looked. It's like an hour 43. I think oh, it is. ran fewer commercials. Then. Yeah, that could be too. I don't know. Usually an hour, hour long drama actually has only about 44 and change minutes of actual content and the rest is commercials. Yeah. So uh, anyways, uh, I want to say thanks also to everybody who joined me. I'm, I've been doing some stream, a bit more streaming at mm. night. I've been, last night, I officially, no wait, last time, it was like Monday, I officially debuted, I repackaged, rebranded Steve Arson. Mm. He's out. Steve Thunder. I, there's not enough room for an E in the thunder, so it's Steve Thunder. Really? Yeah. Weird, right? That's really strange. It's going to be Steve Thunder. So, didn't do that. Gave him some. Did you just fart? No. Did you shake your pants, dude. You CM Punk. Did I Z pack you earlier? No. My tummy just grumbled. Oh my good. That was a loud one. It was loud. I think you crapped your pants. I think you're no, lying to no. us. Here. Oh, that's embarrassing. You Look, turn. your face is getting red. You turned to pick up. There I'm not chair? looking. It's in your panties. No, I don't wear panties. <laughs> oh no, commando crap. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is. Right on my shorts here. <laughs> Man, the craziest shit happened. A brown, happened a brown today. stain. Wait. What? So every morning, every morning. Lacey and I. We'll get around talking about wrestling at some point. This, dude, this this shit didn't. Nothing happened this week on wrestling. It was a good episode of NXT. Nobody's going to watch this. Anyways. Uh, carry the on with biggest the story. event in NXT that happened this week was Rhea Ripley opening her big mouth <laughs> on, a live, on a Twitch live stream. They need to. Two things. Number one, they need to stop these live streams. For, or there was one. This wasn't on a live stream, I don't think, but there was that one video where Shayna Baszler choked the hell out of. Uh, what's that guy? Mansoor? Yeah. Yeah. And then he was on this Twitch stream, too, where somebody gave a $15 Twitch donation for Rhea Ripley to say an insult. And then she said, like, the worst word you could possibly say. Actually, she said two really, really bad words. Uh, and, uh, and then she gave a really half-assed apology. So they really here's, here's what they need to do. If you're going to sign a WWE contract, because they have everybody signing WWE contracts, here's what you got to do. Instead of, like, you know, a million promo classes, put them in one class about... Social media etiquette? I think they do. And, uh, well, whatever relates to don't be saying words like that. Because it's thoroughly unacceptable. It is unacceptable. It's, and it's not offensive to some people. I mean, I guess, it, you know, it, it's, it's, by, it's, it's objectively terrible to say. They really need to learn that. Some of these people are so young, though, they're kind of stupid. That's no excuse, mind you. But I'm just saying, there's a reason for you. Um, Anyways, what's the story you got? Well, me and Lacey and Gypsy this morning, mm-hmm. uh, we throw the ball. We, we play yeah, keep yeah. away from Gypsy with the yeah, ball. Yeah. Well, I like to do kind of a carry because Gypsy's lazy. Gypsy's actually, she plays a lot of defense. She'll come down and hover near me while Lacey throws it to me. And then, and she'll try to like intercept it. That's mm-hmm. what Gypsy does. Mm-hmm. And I'll throw it back to Lacey and Lacey and Gypsy will just stand there. Okay. And, uh, but so when I throw it back to Lacey, sometimes I can get Gypsy to start going at her to try to intercept the ball for me. And I'll try to throw it just so that it's right in front of her, and then she sort of tackles Lacey. Okay. It's pretty fun. Okay. And Lacey will do the same thing. 
Well, this morning, Gypsy, like, ran right into me, like, tackled me. It was kind of fun. Like, the ball hit my head, and then it got into Gypsy's mouth, and Gypsy, like, and she, like, murdered my toe. I didn't look at the toe because it was like, oh, man, I think she just stepped on it, whatever. I didn't really pay attention. I was just sort of laughing about it because it yeah. hurt. And then uh, this morning when I was, uh, like, out of the shower getting dressed and everything, I was going to put my sock on and look down, and my toe got massacred you have toe problems i do my my toes can never get out of the way man it's my toe is a bleeding mess i'm trying to find it so that you can see it too do i really want to see your look at that toe yeah i don't want to see that that's gross <laughs> that's horrible yeah, you got toe issues man jeez if it's not you it's gypsy or me just running after I think Alabama that one time, and I just split my toe in half. I don't know why, why this keeps happening to you. Oh, man. Maybe you're unaware of how large your feet are. Uh, what's that? Maybe you're just not aware of how large your feet are, so you continually run them into things. They're really not that big. No, you wear the same I size shoe as I. the same size, size shoe as you do. Yeah. Man. Anyways. Uh... For people in chat asking us what Rhea said, it, it, you can figure it out, man. It's like the worst thing you can say these days. It's terrible. Well, it's one of the worst things you can say these days. There's like, what, three or four words that are just completely off the table these days. You just can't. You just can't do it. So just take a guess or, I don't know, Google it. I'm not going to say that. All right. So anyways, uh, let's get into this, I guess. Yeah. NXT. Uh I guess the main takeaway from NXT were the Street Profits are putting on the matches that I really appreciate now. Hell yeah, man. That was cool. How cool was it when you get the War Raiders entrance? And then Montez Ford flies out of nowhere with a tope and lays them both out. That was amazing. That was really cool. He flew over cameraman. And that look on his face when he was like, oh, that worked? Yeah. Wow, we have a chance now. Yeah. That was great. I really, dude, I honestly really, really wish... That they would have just picked up that win right then and there. Well, I mean, if if this was shot uh, around the uh, the superstar shakeup, they would have won that match. I think. Yeah, this I was think, shot yeah. about two or three weeks ago. Yeah, when they probably had no idea that War Raiders was going to call it the main. Um, is this going to be there? Are they going to get this as like a takeover match? Maybe Street Profits versus War Maybe. Raiders. Because holy crap, that that energy right there. When they, there was such a sense of urgency, and that's mm -hmm. what I've been wanting to see from the Street Profits. I'm finally, I'm, I'm glad that I think they should have got it. Uh, they had it uh, with TM61. You saw shades of it, but then they kind of reverted back to Goofy Goofy. And then now we get this, and it's like, man, that's yeah. how that's how it really should be. So I hope they continue this thread uh, uh, moving on past the War Raiders. Hopefully they'll pick up those tag teams. I did like, I really appreciate when Montez Four was in the corner and then Roe picked up Hanson. And you know, pick him up and run him into him uh, to Ford in the corner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Montez goes, ah! Mm -hmm. Screams. That was great. Yeah. yeah, it was good stuff. It was great. Character uh, work they both do, uh, uh, the Street Profits both do, is really good. Uh, it's getting there. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely getting there. Yeah. Uh, UK was, again, It from, felt like a house show because it was shot at Access. From Access. I mean, there was the, the main event was a good match. Yeah, the main event was really good. I mean, you're not going to get a bad match out of Tyler like Bates so much fun to watch. I just don't feel like there's any stakes with any of these matches. Like, the highlight of 205, I'm sorry, of uh, UK was Zach Gibson and James Drake throwing, claiming their locker room leaders and then throwing. Trashing. Trashing. Near Jordan and Kenny Williams stuff into the hallway. Like, they're. That's not really locker room leader behavior. Well, it's poor leadership right there. It's bad. It's anti-leadership. And 205 Live was, was fun, but it just feels like the roster is a bit depleted. But they're in the process of building up some uh, some new made eventers on that show. you got uh, Humberto Creo picking up a huge win. Yeah. Um, he's all over the place. 
That he dude. was on two. He was on NXT this week. He's on two hundred five live. He, what last week he was on NXT UK. I know it's awesome. Yes, yeah. he's amazing. He is good. He's great. He's really good. And I love his theme song. Feels like I'm at a fiesta. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the main lyric is. I was trying to figure out. I thought it was uh, by by law something another, which is by law is dance is to dance. Mm. But I couldn't figure out what they said. Maybe one of our Spanish speaking friendos yes. can let me know some of the translate, lyrics yes. on his theme song. And the main event of two of five was really good, and I'm happy that they're uh, really giving Aria Davari a, a, a good push because I've been thinking he's been doing really great work for a long time. Yeah, I really like him. I really like him. Um, yeah, it's all it's all good stuff. I kind of think that. Uh, I mean, it's it seems uh, we've talked about this a little bit in terms of the direction of two hundred five, and it seems to be a bit more of a, a bit more on the developmental side, mm-hmm. um, which I think is fine. I think is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I don't know. I wonder if they're gonna if if it's not like we're gonna see any big names there. But we should see. I, I do hope that they reload a bit more with some interesting people that we haven't necessarily seen a lot, a lot of, of before. yes yes that's agreed. what i'm really that's i mean honestly that's when whenever we discuss all elite wrestling that's sort of the thing that i'm more interested in is not what big name is going to go there but who they're going <clears> to <throat> sign from the indies that i haven't heard of yeah agreed that brings something new to the table and that, i always like i always like seeing somebody for the first time and being wowed by what they can do and that's what i hope to see yes. more of in 205 yes that's what i'd like to see there Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, anyways, uh, NXT kicked off with uh, why well, just based on Forgotten Sons. There's there what? Do, Do unto, unto others. others. Jackson Riker versus the aforementioned hey, Humberto hey, Carrillo. Hey. Um, uh, not that long ago, I remember reading something where Triple H was telling Jackson Riker. Of course, it's no surprise this comes out of Triple H's mouth. That uh, he, that I guess Riker wasn't like allowing people to knock. To, he was a bumping, mm-hmm. not because he didn't want to, because he didn't think he should. Because his character Triple H is like, no, get knocked down, but always keep coming back, like a Terminator. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, <laughs> he, in some interview I read. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Also, we got David Otunga on two hundred five. I actually didn't think he was that bad. Oh, dude, he was not good. I didn't man. think he was that bad. He was not good. I felt like he was better. I feel so bad. I feel so bad for that guy. Like the stuff that came out sort of in the press about Jennifer Hudson. Oh, yeah, I, I feel so bad for him. But I, I felt want like him to do good. You know, like when he did, when he was on SmackDown, I felt like he added basically nothing to the stories of the matches. I felt like he added some stuff to Two Hundred Five Live. I didn't think he was terrible. Yeah, I don't know, man. Every time he said something, maybe I'm just I just have an Otunga bias right now and I need to get more into it. I just I missed I missed freaking Nigel. Well, of course. I mean, you know, Nigel's top tier. Like to go from top tier to like sub Aiden English. I'm just uh, Nigel, yeah, guess, Nigel was such a bright spot. He he is. He was. You know? No, I agree. It's, did I didn't notice it was this going to be a permanent thing? That was that was my gist. Do we, yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't that was my gist. hear anything about Nigel being gone. No, they, temporarily. The, the nature of his introduction led me to believe that that Otunga's on full time. He had one line I thought was actually pretty good. Of course, I don't remember it, but he said something at one point. I was like, oh, that's actually that's they actually need, a good line to enhance the story being told in the ring. I would love for them to replace Corey on one of the Raw or SmackDowns with Nigel. 
Because I love Corey, don't get me wrong, but I freaking love Nigel is so good. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to be on one of the main Nigel roster Nigel is better than anybody in terms of, 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 of highlighting from a technical wrestling standpoint uh, the story being told in the ring. This is how good Nigel is. He can be a play-by-play, heel commentator, face color commentator. He can do everything without, like, he. I've, he's so good. He's, he's amazing. You don't need anybody else. No. But no, he's don't. so good playing off of others also. He is. He is. So, yeah. I really like to see, I mean, he and Vic Joseph have a pretty good chemistry. I like to see him and uh, Tom Phillips. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree, I agree totally. That, I mean, that's still the thing that... I, I think I'd prefer to see Nigel on Raw because Corey and 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 Todd Phillips, Tom Phillips, Tom, what am I? Oh, Tom, yeah, Tom. Tom? Todd Phillips is the director, isn't it? Tom Phillips. Todd Phillips is the director. Of Tom, yeah, Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips, Mike Tom. Uh, because they've they've got a friendship established. Yeah, yeah, and they have obvious chemistry. Yeah, totally. exactly. So putting Nigel on there with Michael Cole and and Renee, I think, boy. That'd be a killer team, and and on top of that, you'd get rid of the Corey Renee. Yeah, that's it's not, just it's why is it still a thing? It's still know, awkward. It's not, it still is awkward. Not into it. Anyway, let's talk Jackson Riker, the Terminator of NXT, taking on Humberto Carrillo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Carrillo got some early offense in, but Riker pretty much dominated. He hit his finisher, the Widowmaker, and then Carrillo wisely rolled out of the ring. But then it ended up not being such a wise move because Riker went out there and started throwing Creo all around ringside. Yeah. Into the ring, into the barricades, everywhere. So somebody in chat here said uh, they think it's uh, Dale Gas, which could mean add gasoline or give it gas. That could make sense. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, yeah, C. Davalo says that, though. Maybe the lyrics are online. Could be. Um, and so uh, Riker sends Curio over uh, into the audience where there's another barricade, puts him against it, and starts destroying his oh head with knees. Gosh. Yeah, this was crazy. This was this actually might be might have been the match that turned me for Jackson. Yeah, I know this is a star making performance for him totally. <laughs> right? kind because of this was. is because I mean, I mean, part of it was I, I as soon as I watched him like being unrelenting, yeah. Curio would go for a pin and Riker would kick out at one every time. Yeah, and, and I thought of the Terminator thing. I was like, oh. It's clicking for him now. Mm-hmm. It makes sense for him now. He knows what to do. Yeah. And it's working. Yeah. He's, he's he doesn't a, have to be technically uh, proficient or awesome in the ring. Right. He just has to, to destroy. Yeah. Because he looks like a guy who's, who shouldn't really be technically proficient exactly. in the ring. Now, will that land him any five-star matches at TakeOver? I don't know. But uh, it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's fun to watch. He's terrifying. He looks crazy. Yeah. I love that he's kind of balding-ish on top. Yeah, that works for him. It totally. really works it totally well. Does. Like, it did kind of for Baron also. Like the, yeah, It always works for the people who don't give a crap. I feel like it works better for for Jackson Riker because it's not here. It's here. <laughs> it works better. Because yeah. Baron in NXT, his hair started here, then he started yeah. creeping back by the name of the main roster. It was here. Yeah. And before he shaved his hair, it was right here. Yeah. So if it's creeping back that far... Just get rid of it. Just be done with it. Just get rid of it. But if, I don't know. But man. if it's right here and it's long and it, it, it's long and it kind of covers it up, but not really, I think it works better. Anyways, uh, you know what? You know what just bugs the crap out of me though when I see Baron after a match and he's just sweaty from head to toe and he's wearing casual uh, business casual. Hmm. That just bugs the crap out of me. I don't know why it does. Though. I don't know why either, man. <laughs> it seems uncomfortable. Like it's not. It's unnatural. You're not supposed to be in business atti- in business casual. Sweating your ass off. What other about, profession? Think about Baron Corbin. He makes it work. What other profession are you wearing business casual and you're sweating your ass off? Uh, there's probably some Broadway productions where people have to wear 
more Street formal. Streetcar Named Desire. Well, this will play a that lot was a of play for first. Yeah, but yeah. it was a musical. I'm talking about like a musical. We're up there singing and dancing, and I'm sure sweating oh, a lot. Those lot, those lights are pretty hot. I see. That, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. So in costume, some of them pretty formal. Six nights a week or six shows a week. Some of the teacher characters in Greece, did they ever sing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Not in the movie, they didn't. I don't know. Beauty I'm not really. Dropout. I'm not really familiar with pretty much any musicals. Grease is great, man. No, I believe Greece you. I've, just, I've are you never been the, a... At least the, 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 the song, Grease? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, man, it's a killer song. Problems and they like okay, stop. Uh, ref calls for the bell. They didn't spe- uh, specify whether it was double count out or DQ or something, but the match is done. It's done, man. And so Riker picks up Creo for a press slam, and then Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch run out with chairs to make the save. Yeah. So it looks like we're going to get some sort of six-man tag match. Did Oni, Oni Lorcan, they're just throwing continuity out the window because uh. he still had a beer, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but his hair was growing a lot back on. Happens in two weeks, but man. you know his hair was growing back on two five live. He had a little bit of stubble on head and face. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't clean like it was the week prior. But they just they just throw continuity out. It's like hey, you know what, people, you all know the deal. Y'all know this isn't live. Well, you know when they have it's uh, like a Rick Rude situation. They have a tag team on one show as one name, and another show has one name, which changed the next week to another name. And then continuity and then in a, a high. survey. Did you see this in a survey? Yeah, it changed the Viking again. Warriors. Yeah, were they trying to get some of that NBA rub? Maybe. How about those Warriors going down? They're gonna are they gonna blow another three one lead? Who knows? Who knows? Probably not. Uh, after that, this segment was awesome. Uh, Adam Cole. <laughs> this was awesome. Doing <laughs> a photo a, shoot. Doing a photo shoot. Doing his standard poses. And he's, he's annoyed because someone walks up to him. What do you want? And it's Matthew Riddle. Yeah. Hey, bro, I'm just next in line for the photo shoot. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my photo shoot, man. And But, you know, if you want to make a thing, we can do that, too. And Adam Cole says, I have better things to do. <laughs> All right. Walks up. <laughs> and then he said, because they were giving each other crap. Yeah. And, uh, and then... Uh, I love Matt Riddle goes straight from like stoner to man. He'll whoop your ass. Yeah, I know. It's great. Second, it's great. But then he'll flip the switch back to the stoner dude. Because as soon as Adam Cole walks away, he gets in and he starts taking his, his pictures. Well, first he says when Adam Cole walks away, he says, "All right, man, we'll see about that." Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, so funny. Oh, so good. <laughs> I was dying. I was laughing, too, man. I was dying. Oh, that was great. That was. We awesome. see Matt Riddle later on. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
After that, we had uh, tag team action. Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah uh, uh, told Candice LeRae, get yourself a partner mm-hmm. and meet us in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then so Candice LeRae did do that. And yeah. her partner was uh, uh, Casey Catanzaro. Yeah. Boy, she is terrific. I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, she's great. American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. They really just should have called her that instead of her name. Well, I'm sure they can't call her that exact phrase same, because it's... Same umbrella company, NBC and uh, USA, right? Can't they do that? Well, it's still NBC's mm. IP. Yeah. So WWE have to pay licensing for that. No, they're on USA, though. They can. That's no, just wait, for the broadcast. Network. Yeah, and that's different. just a broadcast arrangement. It's not like USA owns WWE. Yeah. They can't do that. Totally can do that. No. They want to call it something United States Ninja Warrior. American Karate Warrior. American Ninja Raider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> American uh, Ninja Experience. There you go. That's it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she's terrific though, man. She is, she is. Uh, but she in this match, unfortunately, she was the one that was getting beat up by Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah until she got the hot tag to Candice LeRae. Candice clears house, mm-hmm. hits the best looking lion salt in the business mm-hmm. to pin Vanessa Bourne, pick up the win for herself in case. Do you have this sense of dread with this feud? No, you always have. Yes, I have. This is the first feud they got for Candice where it's actually going to elevate Candice. Okay, do you think so? She's won the first two matches. <laughs> I know, but there's probably going to be another match. She might lose that one. Just because she loses one doesn't mean she's going to lose the no. feud. No, she's going over in this one, man. Okay, I God, I hope so. I don't want to be and I told you so. But, man, that's going to suck if this is to elevate Vanessa Bourne <laughs> over Candice LeRae. I hope you're right about that. But shouldn't she have like lost something in the first place? Who? And then she wins? Candace. Well, she might. If they have a one-on-one match between Candace and Vanessa Bourne, Aaliyah might get involved to cost Candace that match, and then the blow-off, Candace will win. Oh, man. I hope you're right. I feel like I got a spider web in my hair. Candace is the best. She's and amazing. I want her to be. I want her to be champion. Yeah, me too. Like belt, 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 belt. Yeah. Have both the tag championships. Have the NXT Candice five belts. Candice all is it one? Two, I don't know. Let's pull five three, out. No, five. You're right. Yeah, yeah, five belts. I yeah. mean, you can. Yeah, the tag titles or are two, two. Yeah. Two. So she'll be Candice five belts. Yes. And then she wins both Money in the Bank ladder matches. Obviously. Uh, after that, we had a, a, a brief Io Shirai interview asking about what happened last week uh, with Kyrie Sane, uh, but she was pretty much instantly attacked by Shayna Baszler, Jessamyn Duke, and Marina Shafir. They lay her out. Bam, 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 bam. So it might be Io Shirai who takes that belt off Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I think that'd be great, too. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got a Kushida hype package. He's debuting next week. And we found out his opponent this week. So William Regal's in his office. Oh, oh. he's very excited about I'm it. I'm so excited. You have no idea how long it took to put this deal together. I'm so excited. In fact, that I haven't even found him an opponent, and he's debuting next week. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no. what, when, when are you going to figure this out, Regal? Luckily, luckily, a hero shows up. Not Cassius just any Ono. hero. <laughs> a Chris hero. A Chris hero shows, shows up. up. Cassius comes in, and he's just smarmy as crap because he's bad guy now. Yeah, he's back from NXT UK. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, oh, you know, I've showed all the, the, the competitors over there who wrestles the true British style. Yes, says, I'm, I heard, I'm very aware of the British uh, style. I, yeah, that was great. And Cassius Ono says, well, I hear that you're looking for uh, someone from Kushida and me being a proponent of the Japanese style. Yeah. And Regal says, you are the wrestling genius. 
<laughs> Something like that. Regal yes. had a great smirk on his he face. He did. He time. was loving every second as well. You are the wrestling genius. And so Ono says, I want Kushida. Uh, well. And Regal says, well, I'll take that under advisement. And so then he <laughs> leaves. Ono leaves. And then Regal says, yeah, the match is on. Yeah. The interviewer says, so are you going to consider this? After he just said he is. Yes, I have. The match is, is scheduled now. Yes. That was <laughs> like, so good. Dude. Why have you, like, when you signed him, wouldn't you have been like, okay, this is going to be your first match? Yeah. Nah, they just do everything on the fly. I mean, you could have predicted who his first match would be against. Of course, it'd be against Cassius Ono. Maybe, maybe against, yeah. Cassius Ono's still the gatekeeper of NXT. I know. I know. I, I mean, is that, that's kind of cool, like double duty gatekeeper? He's a little bit more in gatekeeper in uh, NXT UK. He just beat Liguero. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, Liguero's like one step over Ash. Like, at this He's like one step over Ash. Well, Liguero's in the same realm as Cassius Ono, I feel like. In what NXT happened to UK. Joseph Connors? I don't know. He's costing us some other shiny new toy, I guess. I guess so. He, they kind of really dropped lose. that whole angle, they? Didn't really they? did. They really did. Did you see Eddie Dennis show up at a progress show Mm-mm. and claim that he's going to go after the world title there? Can he do that based on his contract? <laughs> Is he aware? <laughs> I thought he tore a muscle. Yeah, these are all good questions. These are all good questions. Even the crowd seemed confused when he said yeah. he was going after the Progress World Title. Yeah. Oh man. Anyways, uh, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, talk about the Street Profits versus War Raiders match because it was awesome. We mentioned earlier that Montez laid out the War Raiders during their entrance, just flying in from off camera. So that was that was the greatest shot I maybe I've ever seen. I mean, it's it's fantastic. The War like so Street Profits do their entrance. It's a big party. And then the War Raiders are doing their entrance. It's just normal. The camera's right here. They're probably about 10 feet away from the ring. And then all of a sudden, you just see Montez come in from over the, 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 the frame, the camera, and launch onto Hanson, I think oh, it was. was. so good. And, that was both of them. He took them both out. Oh, I thought he mainly hit one of them. Okay. Because they just put down, they put down their, their entrance gear and the belts on the ramp, mm-hmm. turned around, took two steps, and they got laid out. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Great. And so... All of a sudden, it's just it's just frantic. Yes. Like Montez throws, uh, I think it was Rowan. Yeah, Rowan. And, uh, and they... Uh, he gets a frog splash. Yeah. Gets a two count. Um, they try to set him up for the Doomsday blockbuster, their finish, Row. Um, he evades it. Mm. And then from that point on, kind of the War Raiders get the upper hand for a little bit. There's this great spot where Montez hits a belly to back on Hanson. Yeah. And he held him up there for a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. And follow that with a standing moonsault. But that was pretty much the last bit of offense. Street Profits got War Raiders picked the win after their pop-up powerbomb, which they call Thor's Hammer in NXT, but it's a Viking experience on main roster. Yeah. So that was that was good stuff. And it was, again, I really love the sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't know, man. I mean, hopefully, I know there's supposed to be a takeover in about six weeks or so. Yeah, hopefully that still happens. Hopefully that happens and, and the Street Profits will pick up those titles. It seems like that's... The trajectory probably run. their plan, the plans for the street. I think that'd be a good next. idea too, because they'll probably that, they'll probably feed with Forgotten Sons after that. After that, we had a really long Mia Yim interview that uh-huh. I feel like was probably take five because mm-hmm. she was really stretching to get from place to place in this thing, and I think that's got to me. I think that you know because there, one dude had his uh, iPhone. It felt out. like the question was overdubbed too, like it wasn't asked live. But also, one guy had his phone out on the voice memos, the which is the sound recording thing. Yeah, and it was at like eight minutes. Oh wow! So, and this thing was not eight minutes long. It was like three minutes into it. You know, yeah. it's like at eight minutes. So he was probably he forgot to like hit stop. 
mm-hmm. in in voice memos, you got to hit stop and then go back into a new file. Because if you just hit stop and record again, it picks up on the same file. Mm. I know that for whatever reason. Um, but uh, but yeah, they gave her a lot of information to convey. Yeah, but that's good. I mean, that's why they're there. That's why some of these people are there because on SmackDown or Raw or wherever she ends up on. They're going to give her a script five minutes to go. Yeah. yeah. And you better figure out how to get all that info out because yep. you're live. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. After that, we have our main event, Johnny Wrestling versus Roderick Strong. Hell of a match. Man, this was great. Boy, I can watch these guys wrestle. Best part is when Johnny chops Roddy in the corner and Roddy spits all over the place. What did Nigel say? They're in the drop zone, right? Yeah. The, the splash zone. Splash zone. They're in the splash zone over there. Full and so, sale. And so the crowd's like, uh, like both kind of grossed out and abused by it. <laughs> Johnny starts almost laughing. Yeah, he does. So he does it again, and Roddy somehow spits more. <laughs> and the crowd says, one more time. So Johnny oh, you know, does it, yeah. and somehow Roddy spits even more. Oh, God. It was disgusting, but was I was sitting there so laughing. Nasty, but it was, yeah, oh, it was, it was awesome. so funny. Because I think it was the second one looked like he popped him. Wasn't like it. It looked like he popped him like right here. Oh, there's anyway. so much spit. There's so much spit. Oh man, that was good. That was really good. Oh, so much spit. Uh, towards the end, uh, Johnny sinks in Gargano escape. Uh, Adam Cole runs down the ringside, uh, distracts Gargano, so he has to break the hold. Um, then undisputed era, the rest of them come out. Matt Riddle runs down to make the save. Um, there's a scrum ringside. And at one point, Roderick Strong reaches over to grab Adam Cole to do something. I don't know what. Yeah, he was like grabbing at his head. Yeah. Uh, Cole thought it was Gargano. Turns around, just kicks him right in the head. And then Gargano Skirt. hits a slingshot DDT to pick up the win. Yeah. Solid match. Really good. No, it was it was a fan. It was a, it was a really fun match. And so then there was a face. Oh, so one thing we forgot to mention with the Adam Cole interview bit, there was actually some interview before Matt Riddle showed up. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And he he specifically was talking about Roderick Strong, and he was like, "No, nah, Roderick Strong, he'll be fine." He said, "I'm just a little concerned that uh, Johnny Gargano's not man enough to challenge the leader of the Undisputed Era." And I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if that's the first time that he's. Referred to himself. He's referred to himself. I know commentary has, and it's kind of obvious that he is, but I think it's the first time that I've heard him refer to himself as Yeah, maybe. So uh, Undisputed Era kind of have a a little talk in the middle of the ring. You know, there's a bit of tension, and the Roderick Strong says, let's just go. Yeah. Let's just get out of here. So he walks out of the ring first, and the rest of the guys follow. But a lot of concern on the looks of their faces. Mm -hmm. Lots of concern Mm -hmm. there. Because Roderick Strong turned around at one point, walking up there, and just goes, I was this close. I was this close. This close. Yeah. But Adam Cole doesn't want him to be that close because no. he wants to be. He's he leader. wants to be the one that beats him. The leader should do it. It'd be weird if you're a leader and you don't have the world title. Well, that match wasn't even for the world title. It was a non-title match. Well, you know what I'm talking about, though. You lost for the world title, and then your buddy won for the world title. So. I'm trying to think if there's a faction that had the leader that wasn't the world champion. Probably not. Um, you know, it's the Jay White thing was still really weird because he never really felt like leader of Bullet Club. I know Tamatonga said that he was. No, Tamatonga. But was I feel like Tamatonga was the leader. Who's the one club? cutting promos on Twitter saying we want we don't want Enzo in our locker room? Right? It's Tama he Tonga. is leader. It's Tamatonga. Next, NXT UK kicked off with Legero taking on Cassius Ono. It's a decent enough match. Ono picked up the win. He tried to take off Legero's mask. Um, and then just lays him out with a massive roaring elbow to the neck. It was pretty funny because he tries to take off the the, the mask, and Legero gets up and he's trying to put the stupid mask on while like having his eyes completely off Ono. Even even if his mask was on, he's not facing him. And I was like, okay, I'll just do this then. Well, he got a running start too. He laid yeah. him out. After that, we have Jordan Devlin interview. 
um, uh, saying that uh, uh, Johnny Saint and Sid Scala want to preserve the their their rematch between Peter Dune and Walter. I get it. Lots of fans want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't care about them. It was great. Guy's so good. Because Jordan Devlin's got a match against Walter next week, but it's going to be a non-title match. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, I can't wait to beat him again. So there can be no excuses for why I shouldn't be champion. But I like that you reference beating Walter again. Because he beat him at OTT. All right, let's talk about the best part of all of NXT no, UK. No, he didn't say that. He yeah, he did. Oh, I don't know about that. Dude. He did say when I, I was listening to it, I was like, is he going to reference that? No, he said when I beat him again. I don't think he did, man. Uh, next, best part of all of NXT UK is when Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel were at Access. Saying, look at... Yeah, this was this was the best thing about it. You're right. It's like, look at people. They can just buy their titles and, and stand in the ring and without earning it. People can walk through the old uh, WB uh, entrance mm-hmm. with all the neon mm-hmm. without putting the work to get there. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that the ring is sacred. <laughs> I wish this whole hour was just them walking through access, talking I crap to people. I could have watched this as an entire thing. This yep. could have been an, yep. like your, yeah, a yep. whole hour. Totally. That would have been awesome. Totally. Just talking crap to people. Yes. So they take it seriously and other people do not. Yes. Uh, after that, we had a Tony Storm promo. Where she comes out and she looked like she had jet lag, to be honest with you. <laughs> she, she's like, Tony time, it's time for nap time. Yeah. I am tired right now. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, she said the NXT uh, women's division is great. She's going to be champ there. And then Kaylee Ray meets her on the ramp. She's got a match with uh, Zia Lee. Yeah. Is it Zia Lee or Zia Lee? I it was Zia. Zia, Zia Lee. Okay. Uh, this was a fun match. Um, Kaylee Ray ended up picking the win with a gory bomb. Uh, but it was hard fought. Mm-hmm. But I guess not a whole lot to get into with unless we just break down move for move because storyline wise there's just not much not much going on. No, Zaylee's not even in the UK, Mm-mm. so this was just a showcase, uh, more or less. I mean, at least the owner, at least the, like the, even the main event didn't have a, a story behind or beyond uh, Trent Seven saying I want to go mix it up with the boys. Yeah, pretty much. They're just hey, they're our friends, so we're gonna go put again. Like last week, I was saying I really wanted to see them party mm-hmm. in Times Square. Yeah, that's how they party, man. Yeah, just wrestle. After that, we had a Piper Niven interview from Access. She was sitting there signing her autograph. Same I assume how Rhea Ripley was a bully. She doesn't like bullies. Yeah. After that, we had uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake. They're backstage at Access the UK place, and they were like, they were literally just trashing. Yeah, they were. Kenny Williams and Amir uh, Jordan's stuff. And Amir Jordan stuff. Yeah. Rude. They said we are locker room leaders. Why are you throwing around the locker room stuff then, I dude? Oh man, doesn't make a whole lot of sense if you doesn't ask make any me. Sense. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, man. Then we had our main event. Yeah, that's a good match. Boy, this is a fun match. This is a really fun match. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster, the Mod Father, Father, Father. His his accent. He oh, says, all right. I'm the Mod Father. Yeah. The and your favorite wrestler in all of NXT UK, Mark Andrews. Father. Um. Yeah. I love him. I, lo- I especially love his awesome theme song oh, that I hate uh, and his silly cartoonish Tron. Fun wrestler, though. Boy, he's a fun wrestler. Yeah, he is. And then Mustache Mountain. They're great. They are great. Uh, at one point, Mustache Mountain hit their dragon suplex lariat combo. Mm-hmm. Go for the pin like they both cover uh, Andrews. And then Flush Morgan Webster, I felt like he jumped about three quarters of the way across the ring to break up the cover with like a swanton. Yeah, that I was, was pretty looking, insane. I was looking away, and I meant to go back and watch that again. So that was that pretty insane. Yeah, we watched it together here at the yeah. office. 
Uh, this is a great spot from Andrews and Webster where uh, they hit a reverse Rana slash V-trigger combo on Tyler Bate. So Mark Andrews uh, dropped them with the reverse Rana as Flash Morgan Webster hits him with the V-trigger. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Trench 7 breaks up the pin. But in the end, uh, Tyler Bate uh, pins Flash Morgan Webster after Mustache Mountain's uh, top rope knee burning hamburg combo finisher. Yeah. You'd think that, like, just saying that, top rope knee slash burning hammer. You'd think a burning hammer alone would get the job done. It's a burning hammer. You're dropping somebody square on their head. Yeah. I feel like that, it just looked too safe what they were doing. Like, yeah, Trent Seven's very safe with his burning hammer. He's very safe with his burning hammer. Remember when uh, Brian Kendrick did one to Kota Ibushi in the Cruiserweight Classic? Like, he dropped him directly on the crown of his head? Yeah. Trent Seven doesn't do it that way. Kota Ibushi probably insisted that he do that. Probably. Because <laughs> that guy evidently can just be dropped on his head any number of times and be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. After that, 205 Live kicked off with the Drew Gulak. Because this is war. No, promo. This is war. Um, kind of going through the matches on the card for the night. Have you noticed they've had to like triple up on shots of people in the intro now? Well, the, there's, there's only like, like nine people on the roster now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have like extra footage of Canellis and Maria. Extra footage of Gallagher, I think. Couple shots of Oni Lorkin now. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when Enzo was in that thing? Remember the first oh, time Enzo was in it? It was just like. It was him, it was him talking. Like everybody else <laughs> was, was wrestling. No, yeah. Everything else was wrestling. And there was one with him in that stupid dance of his. And then him with a mic in his hand. I don't think there was ever any shot of him actually trying to do any wrestling. There news. wasn't. Oh, so weird. It was weird. But then again, the whole story of him on that show was he can't wrestle. So so instead of Drake Maverick opening the show, this time it was Drew Gulak. On a, in front of a podium. Yeah, very p- uh, political looking yeah, Drew yeah, Gulak. Yeah, that's kind of his thing. But yeah. without a suit. So that was weird. Yeah, he said he a was shirt on. He was on the stump. You know, like sometimes they'll wear like, why don't like just some politicians sometimes just they'll, keep it super chill? Well, usually they'll wear a button up with the rolled sleeves. Exactly. Or on occasion. And no tie. Yeah. yeah, on occasion, maybe a polo. Right, but nobody ever just wears a t-shirt. Nah, it's too casual, man. Oh, I want to see that. You want... Essentially what you're wearing, T-shirt, basketball shorts, and next, flip-flops. Next politician to do that, don't care, red or blue, I'll vote for him. I will. Give me a T-shirt, you got my vote. All right. See who does that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. We'll see. That's all it takes to get Steve's vote. You know, if Mayor Pete wins, we're going to be older than the president. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he, well, I know there's like 20 people running on the blue side. Yeah. But he's like, because everybody like Cory Booker, he's like 47 or something. Yeah, he's, uh, Pete's what, 33? Pete is young. Yeah, he's really he's, young. No, he's not that young. 36? He was born in 82, whatever that is. 37, 36 or 37 then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's like, yeah. That's young. It is young. That's going to be weird to say I'm older than president if that happens. 
like if Joe Biden wins, it was like I'm still 50 years away from. Being <laughs> oh man. Anyways. Uh, anyways, after uh, Drew Gulak's promo, we were introduced to David Otunga on the commentary team. I didn't think he was that bad. All right, man. I'm gonna say he was. He was. I mean, it's a, it's a huge step down from Nigel because Nigel's top tier, but. I didn't. I didn't find his commentary there distracting. There isn't a step big enough to describe how big of a step down this is. But I didn't, at no point did I find his commentary distracting or pointless. I haven't really even been much of a fan of Aiden English, to be honest with you. No. I'm happy. Here's my thing. I'm happy when people find new roles in the company. Yeah. Because I think it's good, and hopefully it'll be job stability. I like these people. I, I think they should have jobs. That being said. Aiden English, I don't feel makes the product any better. Mm -mm. I really love just Nigel and Vic Joseph. Mm -hmm. I thought they were especially developing chemistry, and I like them on UK. Mm -hmm. um, I imagine that team will stay the same on on. Oh, I would hope so. I would think so. Show. But uh, yeah, I was just it was it felt. I'll put it this way: given the nature of two hundred five, losing all of their big stars minus like Drew Gulak. Uh, it just felt sadly appropriate mm -hmm. that they would put that they would make this move. Oh yeah, totally. that's what it was. Totally, it was like, oh man, we're like losing the but, one you know, elite if, thing if, about the show. If they're doing it, approaching it more as a developmental thing, why not do it across the board? Then, then it makes sense. Aiden, I know. Aiden and, and, I know. And Otunga are on the commentary now. Like I, I said, know. I didn't think Otunga was terrible last night. Wow. I mean, I've seen him on when he was doing SmackDown. I thought it was pretty. He added nothing. He actually detracted from the show at points. I feel like it was the same here. That was my own personal opinion, though. Um, <laughs> first match was Drew Gulak, Gulak taking on Huberto Carrillo. Hey, hey, hey. Dale, guys. Dale, guys. Yeah. Good match. Yeah, it was good Carrillo match. started out doing all sorts of lucha stuff. And that great I moment did. where he climbed up to the top of the ring post and was waving at him. <laughs> and Drew Gulak, like, get down here. He's like, no, you come up here. Come up here. No, get down. No, come, come up here. here. Aquí, aquí. Ayora, aquí. That was great. Then, Hi, Drew. How'd you like that roll up when Drew had the, the ankle lock and he got rolled up and then he kept it on and he even kicked out? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, he gets, that was out great. Of the, gets out of the kick out and he still has it on. Yeah. That was cool. I yeah. really like this match. It was really good because the first bit of it was uh, Humberto utilizing his preferred style to get the edge. And then about a third of the way through, Drew turned the tables, started doing a bunch of submission type stuff mm -hmm. to Humberto, wearing him down. And the end, of course, like a lot of Drew matches, he, he decides to, to get off his feet. He goes up for a superplex. Can't hit it. Nope. Humberto uh, fights it off, hits a sunset flip powerbomb, follows it up with his finisher, the Aztec press, and gets the win. Yeah. It's a good match. Dude, I, I really hope that this – you would have to think this says a lot about two, – two people seem to be impressing WWE quite a bit lately, Oni Lurkin and Humberto Carrillo. Like – because they're both everywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I, maybe they're going to phase out Oni Lorcan on NXT. Because I would think so. He'll be on 205 and the same for Umberto. But, boy, they're both really, really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I can't believe it's going to be more than a year that we'll see Umberto uh, on main roster. Like, I could see, like, a year from now that being the case. Oh, it's entirely possible. Boy, he is so much he fun He is really good. Uh, after that, we had an Oni Lorcan promo. There's one man between me and the purple title. And yeah, he man said is he came to WWE because he wanted to be champion. Arya Davari. So he's going to fight him. Yeah. He's going to stop talking and he's going to start fighting. Yeah, then, and then oh. Arya Davari did a promo. Yeah. And he said, I want to fight. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. And then before we got to that fight, we got uh, <clears throat> the Canellises, Mike and Maria backstage with Drake. Drake was upset because Maria once again got involved in Mike's match. He needs to be in her from ringside, man. Yeah. You're being... 
And up walks Brian Kendrick. And he starts talking. There's an extended back and forth. And he says, well, hey, I'm not looking to get, in, to get physical here. I'm just here as a distraction. Yeah. And then they're like, huh? And then Akira Dezawa comes out of nowhere. Attacks Mike Kanellis. Yeah. But then Mike fights him off. <laughs> the great thing is, though, Akira's there, like, wailing away on Mike Kanellis. And Drake Maverick, we know he's been a competitor. He's the GM. He doesn't endeavor to stop it. He just starts calling for security to, to stop it. Why couldn't he have just gotten down there? Because Maria f- is freaking out. Yeah. She's like, this guy's going to kill my husband. Drake's yeah. like, hey, can we get some people over here? Some wrestlers over here to help out? <clears throat> oh, I was a wrestler at one point. He's like, yeah, but I'm really tiny. Uh, Sanjay Dutt and somebody else came to help out. I forget who the other guy was. Who was the other guy? No, I didn't know this. It was Adam Pierce. I don't think it was Adam Pierce. Was it Jamie Noble? No. I don't know who it was. All right. In any event. any event, we got to our, our main event next. Ari Davari taking on Oni Larkin. You wanted hard-hitting action? You got it here. Hard-hitting action. Hard-hitting action. Hard-hitting action. Tony Nice decided he wanted to take this match in ringside, so he came in and sat ringside to watch the match, mm-hmm. scouting his future opponent because whoever won this match would get a shot at that Cruiserweight title. <laughs> okay, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> get a shot the Chris Chris title. title they brought Kota Ibushi in and made him a junior Kota Ibushi is one of the biggest stars in the whole world he's not a junior he's not just a junior but Vince that old fart that old doesn't fart. get it so he has a fun match oh it was great yeah did Tony 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 Nese looks almost self-conscious with that title oh I don't he know he comes out and he's like Really? Is this me now? <laughs> it is, <laughs> they, though. It's the new reality. They emptied, they emptied the place out. Now I get to be champion? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, Davari ended up getting a win after a frog splash and a hammerlock lariat. He was trying to get that hammerlock lariat on the whole time. Yeah. But he kept on getting slapped instead by Oni Lorcan because yeah, that's kind of his thing. It's a great match. He's great. Oni Lorcan also has the best face, the be, like the, be, the best, the best, the best, the best facial expressions during matches. And they always get really great close ups of him. He's like, he overdoes it, and it's awesome. Yeah, he started almost doing like a warrior thing like this, too. They should rebrand him as Warrior. Yeah. We should do that. All right. The Lurkin Warrior. Yeah. But it's just Ultimate Warrior stuff. The Oni Warrior Nation. <laughs> the Oni, Oni, Oni Warrior Oni. Nation. <laughs> Only lurking warrior. All right, let's take some questions. Okay, that's, that's a, a good, good idea. Good point. Take Probably some questions. Probably a good idea. Right now, yeah. uh, a couple new members, T. Jones and Piper Knights. Thank you very much. Oh, wait, I forgot to mention if we had any new patrons. Oh, you look at that up. I'll do questions I'll still. I'll look at that up now. Nick Wolf says, Fifle.com reporting Hatgate incident. Now there's Hatgate now because you wore a hat like Everybody's once. asking in the beginning of the show, is he wearing his hat today? Meltzer had no. Uh, Simon, yesterday we had a new patron. Yes, that's right. Simon, well, you know name. my name is Simon. I knew you were going to do that. And I love to do drawings. I knew you were going to do that. I love to draw all day long, so come on and do drawings with me. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Dragon Reborn. Steve, have you seen the Eddie Dennis dance video? No, it sounds terrible, though. So you probably love it. Probably would. I'm going to be progress champion. Ooh, Charles Miller says the fun wrestling shirt is best merch. Sorry, Steve. Also, thanks for the show, boys. Hey, man, I get just as much of that cut, and I didn't have to do any work for that. So no need to apologize to me. 
Uh, New Fun Wrestling is up right now. If you want to check it out, you get. You can find out right now if Bill Armstrong Armstrong is actually an astronaut. Is he an astronaut? He's got the astronaut suit. I would think they would only give him. You can't. You can go and buy those. You can't. Go to Party City during Halloween. You can probably get a a decent replica. Not one as legitimate as his. You can probably get a decent replica. Maybe he made that all by hand. That's impossible. Impossible. Or maybe, he, or he, maybe he's actually Dale gas, Dale gas. He's actually been out of space. Dale gas. Have to find out. Aaron Gasper came up with an interesting concept a bit ago. Mixed match mentors. In the theme of this, choose a male or female superstar from the main roster and team them with the opposite sex from either NXT, UK, or 205. Oh, that's interesting. How about this? Lars Sullivan and Rhea Ripley. <laughs> All right. Call them the inappropriates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the apologists. Um. <laughs> Casey Cantonzero and Ricochet. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Call them Smash Time. Because they're a couple. Yeah, I know. Very acrobatic sex they might have. I don't know. Could be. Maybe it's just really boring. Yeah, we don't know. Don't we'll want to know. Never it's not know. my business. Exactly. Not our business. Well, like I say, we'll never know. Leaks happen, you know. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Any other ideas for that particular mixed match mentor show? I mean, uh, um, no, I guess not. Okay. Good thing nobody really watches this. The Thursday show. It's a looser show. It's yes. a looser show. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Blake Whitehouse. No, this is immediately a no. Do you think Rey Mysterio should moonlight between Raw and 205 to help train the roster and help make stars out of them since he has nothing left to prove in the main roster? No, 205 should be all about developmental. Mm-hmm. It should be, no, new people versus new people. Yeah. I don't need to see Ray on 205. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I'm going, Four Inch Fox has a question, but that that kind of involves spoilers, so I'm going to, no. Oh, yeah. But ask it, I'll, I'll say this, if four, is, if four Inch Fox is listening, post this question when that event is actually yes. televised. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, whoa. This is a great question. Thomas Dunnigan. Yeah, I was about to ask that one. In kayfabe. So in the universe, in storyline, how did Triple H get the entire NXT roster to get in the ring and do lip syncing in the middle of the ring? Money. So, yeah, 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 I know none of you guys, some, of you, some of you guys don't get along. <laughs> but substantial bonus for anybody who shows up wow. 5.30 yeah. tomorrow morning to do to lip sync to Slipknot. How about this? <laughs> it's funny, Austin Cunningham just puts money. Yeah. How about I got an idea for you guys. We just got some of this TV money in here. I know some of you guys don't get along. How about this? Get in that ring and you can make top developmental money. 150 grand for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. But then when they're all done with it, he says, oh, by the way, that money was prorated and it's only for one paycheck. Uh, Wolfpack for Life says, how much has the NXT crowd helped NXT gain the popularity with them wrestling in front of pretty much the same crowd for several years? They know how they'll react unlike going to a different city each week like Maine. I think the full sale crowd is like six man on the, on the, he's like, you know, that's what they call the Sacramento Kings fans. Do they do that in every arena? (laughs) Not every arena, but in Seattle, it's the 12th man. Because there's 11 players on the field, and yeah. so the 12th man on the field is, is the oh, fans. So okay. they raise 
they raise a, a banner or a flag yeah. before every game yeah. that has number twelve on it. But no, I think no, I think I think it it has really helped being in front of that crowd. There, there's obviously a special chemistry there between uh, the fans, uh, the full sale crowd. Mm-hmm. Karen was front and center. Uh, yeah. This time, luckily, I do not think she was in the path. She, maybe she can clarify this for us in chat if she was in the path of any of that. Roderick Strong, if she was in the splash zone, yeah, the splash zone. I'm not sure anybody'd want to be in that splash zone, but it was pretty funny. Um, Shogun Zodiac, who would you rather take a photo shoot with, Adam Cole or Matt Riddle? Oh, Matt Riddle. Number one, I already had my own photo shoot with Adam oh, Cole. Yeah, you can see it on uh, on Lacey's shirt in W. Steve W. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, it was my pinned tweet for a while. Yeah, he liked the picture when I said it's my new best friendo Adam Cole. So I think that basically confirmed that he agrees. I he doubt, let me put my arm on his shoulder. I doubt you remember we your talked name. about PWG a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I'm basically in the undisputed era. They get Roddy out of there. It's okay. This guy here. Maybe if Roddy's out, that'd be my opportunity to become undisputed. Maybe. Uh, Charles Miller, it's more likely that Beale Armstrong is a costume designer than having been to space. Apparently, Charles hasn't watched the latest fun wrestling. He'll get, he'll get the information right there. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Yeah. Well, yeah, he has to watch, though. Well, yeah. you, you just sort of spoil it, though. No, I said he'll get the information right there. Yeah. Karen says, thankfully, no, I was not. That looked, pretty, that looked, like, that looked like it was a lot of spit. That was a, that was a globs. Does she know? Because she knows like everybody there. Do you know who got <clears throat> who, who had, was in the splash zone? Who was in the splash zone, and what it was like to have undisputed spit on them? Uh, cult false realities. How long till Steve loves Jackson Riker? Today. Yeah, it's today. It happened. happened. It happened. Everybody. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, with me, you just have to do something that really uh, upsets me or uh, makes me hate you, and then I will inevitably love you. Yeah. Within a couple months. Uh, so Geek Down Nation has a good question uh, with regards to the Rhea Ripley incident. Uh, and then Nigel Nigel was on a WWE. Uh, it was the watch along. And he was in full comfort mode. And he dropped uh, the, the F-bomb uh, that's more appropriate. I mean, he said fuck. Um, and, uh, and so his question is, uh, although they did it again, they did one for Mania because that was, I think, the pay per view before Mania, and then they did one at Mania yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're not stopping those things. Uh, he says uh, his question is: uh, Do you think WWE will start to be more anti superstars? Superstars doing, doing live streams. streams. Yeah. Will they implement fines or forbid it if that's even possible? I personally like the live stream stuff because it makes the superstars more relatable. I have a feeling WWE does not feel that way. What do you think about that? Is this going to be an incident that WWE takes a second look at uh, WWE people doing? Because it starts to, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Xavier Woods is up, up, down, down is completely different because that's sanctioned and I think owned by WWE. Yeah, yeah. Um, Baron and Tyler and uh, Baron Corbin and Tyler Breeze and uh, well, uh, and Ty Dillinger while he was still at the company. I don't know if he's still with them. 
but they have their own Twitch channel where they do stuff. Yeah. I think I would think number one, I would suspect that they could easily put that in the contracts going forward. Yeah. That any type of appearance, even on your own personal live stream, is is subject to WWE control. They Possible. could do that. Possible. I mean, if if they, I mean, you mentioned this to kick off the show is in, in NXT and NXT UK. There should be, you know, you're you're learning how to wrestle, and you're learning how to cut promos, but you also got to learn how to to market yourself, conduct yourself, yeah. conduct yourself in public in a public space. And part of that is taking some classes. Is, I mean, you should have to take classes as far as know what words you, you <laughs> right yeah. to say and and not say, but. uh you know, to, to, to teach, you know, how to come comport yourself publicly, because mm-hmm. if you're a WWE superstar, you're a public figure. And anytime mm-hmm. you put yourself out there publicly, whether your intention is to do it or otherwise, you are in some fashion representing the company you work for. I wonder, I have no idea, no clue if it would, because WWE does not seem to be worried at all about people taking them to task for the independent contractor status. I wonder if that would play into it at all. I would I would suspect at this point it's more along the lines of if you say something messed up on social media on Twitch it's probably in the same ballpark in terms of how they would deal with it like hey make an apology make it count and you know you get one warning and after that you're going to be face some sort of punishment maybe or maybe there is a fine associated with the first infraction I don't know however they deal with you know activity on Twitter or message boards or whatever I suspect they would probably at this point feel the same way about Twitch streams, mm-hmm. but something like this might cause them to take a second look at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I don't know. I, I'm we might find out in the coming days. Yeah, or we might not. I don't know. Marcus Harrison, Steve is NWO Roderick Strong. Oh, because I'm going to replace him mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have similar hair. Do we? He's got he's got a lovely head of hair. He's got a good head of hair. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Reborn, I tweeted the Eddie Dennis dance to you, Steve. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. In my mind, it's like an Elaine Bennis thing. <laughs> Anything less than that. Oh, it's be, probably so bad. It's probably really be, cringy. It would be really disappointing unless it's, it's an Elaine Bennis I can deal. imagine it being very cringy. I don't know. Anyways. You got any more questions? No. What do we have coming up on uh, bonus episodes? I don't today? know. I'm going to work on that as soon as we stop. So, YouTube channel members and uh, patrons, $5 and up. We've got a bonus episode. We're about to go live with it once we find some non-news. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys will join us there. Yep. You can hit that join button right now on YouTube. Uh, you, you mentioned a couple new channel members, right? I did, I did. T. Jones and Piper Knight. Yep, All got right. that. Got and then, already. of course, Simon, our new $5 patron. Simon, you're welcome to join us as well, and we'll do some drawings. That's actually Wednesday we do the drawings. True. Anyways. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. 
It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.